0: Would you turn in your Bible, please, to John the 18th chapter? John chapter 18. And for just a few moments, I'd like for us to look at the awful night in which Jesus was betrayed. May we pray. Our Father, we thank Thee for this opportunity. We pray that just now, the Word of God will become real and alive to us. In Jesus name when Jesus had spoken these words now what words is he talking about John 14 15 and 16 in the gospel of Matthew Mark and Luke those synoptic Gospels as they are called tell the experience in the upper room of the Lord's Supper Passover and the Lord's Supper and they leave out some things that Jesus said in that upper room then we come to John 13 and we're still in the upper room and the Lord girds himself and washes the disciples' feet that took place in the upper room was the night before Calvary and while they were still in the upper room Jesus began at the end of the thirteenth chapter to talk to the disciples about his decease, about his dying on the cross, and their hearts were broken. They were just torn up, like we are when some note of tragedy or sadness seems to move in on us. And Jesus began to say to them, Let not your heart be troubled. Do you believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there ye may be also. And whither I go ye you know, and the way you know. And Thomas said, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. This is the Thomas that didn't come to church on Sunday night, the night Jesus got up from the dead, and the disciples said that next week, Jesus was at church Sunday night, and he said, I don't believe it st. Thomas this Thomas said Lord we don't know where you're going how can we know the way Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the Father but by me I'm really glad Thomas asked that question because Jesus answer is one of the most powerful verses in all the Word of God now all of that plus John 15 and 16 and 17 took place more than likely in that upper room or as conversation as they went down the brook Kidron and crossed the Kidron Valley and went into Gethsemane's garden. And John tells us, verse eight, chapter 18, verse 1, when Jesus had spoken these words, he went forth with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where was a garden into which he entered And his disciples and Judas also who betrayed him knew the place for Jesus often resorted there with his disciples Judas then having received a band of men and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees cometh there with lanterns and torches and weapons Jesus therefore knowing all things that should come upon him went forth and said unto them whom seek ye they answered Jesus of Nazareth and Jesus saith, I am he. And Judas also, who betrayed him, stood with them. As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom seek ye? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answering, I have told you that I am he. If therefore ye seek me, let these go their way. That the saying might be fulfilled which he spoke of them whom thou gavest me have i lost none now in order to put together the scene of that night we have to gather together matthew mark luke and john jesus had gone to the upper room he had observed the he had gone there for the purpose and intent of of having the last passover at the end of the passover he turned that Passover into a memorial supper. And he said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This bread is broken. It's the symbol of my body, which will be broken for you. He washed their feet. He went to the Brook Kidron, across to Gethsemane. And then he left most of the disciples and he took with him Peter, James, and John. And he said, now you stay here and pray. And then he went a little further And the synoptic Gospels tell us that he fell on his face and he said, "O Father, if it were possible that this cup pass from me, nonetheless, not my will but thine be done. He came back and found the disciples asleep. He said, could you not watch for me with me for one hour? And then he went back and he came back again and the disciples were asleep. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Calvary was settled in Gethsemane what occurred that night in the garden on the slopes of the mountain called Olivet maybe in the very same place where some of us just a few weeks ago prayed under the old olive trees and we looked across the Brook Kidron and could see the wall of Jerusalem and the Golden Gate and the dome At that time, it was the dome of the temple they could see. And Jesus knelt beneath those trees. And he said, not my will, but thine be done. We sing sometimes, I'll go with him through the garden. I'll go with him through the garden. I'll go with him through the garden. I'll go with him all the way. I will say just two things to us tonight concerning this passage related to that song. If we're going with Jesus through the garden, it will mean we'll have to keep awake now not just physically awake that's important but we need to keep awake to ourselves self selfishness we're extremely selfish somebody steps on my toes i react somebody uh, hurts my feelings i react somebody talks about my friends i react somebody talks about our children, we react. Jesus said we're to love our neighbor as ourselves. That's a very hard thing to do if we want to admit how human we are. But if we're going with Jesus through the garden, we must be awake to our own exceeding selfishness and recognize it for what it is, self's weakness and sin. Peter thought he was strong. But he found out how weak he was. We all have two natures. A carnal nature and a spiritual nature. Lots of times when that carnal nature attacks, you know, we're not expecting it to happen. It happens in the strangest places, at the oddest times. I believe the devil operates on us three times in, a, in special ways. Number one, right before a victory. He really moves in on us to try to hurt and defeat and discourage and divide. And then right after a victory, he moves in and tries to hurt and defy, defeat and defy and discourage. And then when we're tired, the devil moves in on us. And we need to be awake to that fact. If we're going with Jesus through the garden, we need to be awake to the devil's stratagems. Paul said in 2nd Corinthians chapter 2 we are not unmindful of Satan's strategies Satan has some strange ways of doing things we need to be aware of what they are and how he attacks us individually as believers in our areas of self and weakness in Hebrews chapter 12 laying aside Every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Each of us has an area where there's besetting sin. It's different in all of us. If it were the same thing, then we could all arm ourselves for it and we could say, Now, look, it's this thing. You've got to watch this. But the problem is, it's different in every one of us. I don't know how many people are here tonight. Two or three hundred. Well, there are two or three hundred besetting sins. We all have something different we have a weakness. It may be temper. It may be depression. It may be uh, some old words that are about to slip out of our tongue, profanity. It may be a thousand and one things. It could be lust. It could be some strange secret sin that nobody knows about except our heart and God. And sometimes we don't even know it. God knows it, but we need to get aware of that and deal with it, lay it aside, if we're going with Jesus through the garden. We need to wake up to ourselves. We need to wake up to the world around us. All is not running smoothly. The world is in trouble. The world is on fire with passion, greed, heartache, sin. It's flaming, there's a fire everywhere, and we need to know it and see it and recognize it for what it is. We need to wake up that we might sound the alarm The disciples slept. We need to be awake so we can sound the alarm to lost people and to save people. Do you know we can encourage each other? Lots of times we discourage each other, but we need to encourage each other. We need to be encouragers. We need to be the kind of people that can build up, not tear down, strengthen, not take advantage of somebody else's weaknesses, but we need to think of the other person I need to think of the other person much of what I've preached and I have preached to me to myself every one of us needs to recognize that the world is in trouble the world is sick the world is in sin let's not accommodate ourselves to their problems and move in on them and find some weakness you see that's the way actually that's what Hollywood does that's what the movie industry does. That's what all the soapbox television programs do. They accommodate themselves to the weaknesses in our lives and they plow into those areas and get our attention, just like that, and boy, you've gotten glued to that tube. You can't hardly turn it off, right or wrong? Because they know what, how to do it. So, now, that's the way the devil operates. Let's not do that with each other let's instead recognize some weak places that others have and try to strengthen them in these areas and lift them up and help them and encourage them I believe God wants us to do that if we're going with him through the garden secondly if we're going to go with Jesus through the garden we need to be submissive to the will of God even as Jesus was not my will but thine be done. we need to be awake Jesus came back and said couldn't you watch with me for an hour I think he'd say to, to preacher, couldn't, couldn't you watch with me just through the little quiet time? Folks at Glendale Baptist Church, could you not watch with me just a little while? Could you not stay awake? I don't mean just your eyes physically open, but your spiritual sensitivity open to the needs of others. And secondly, could you yield your will to the will of God? George Truth used to say, to seek the will of God is life's greatest search. To know the will of God is life's greatest knowledge. To follow the will of God is life's greatest adventure. The will of God is always bigger than you bargain for. Disappointment, it's gonna come. But I like the poem that says disappointment, his appointment. Change one letter, then I see that the thwarting of my purpose, is God's better choice for me. I can give you an illustration of that. A man who operates Bonanza. His little children wanted to go with his wife the other night. They wanted very much to go. But mama said, no, you gotta stay home. And that night, terrible, tragic accident. If the children have been there, knows. But you see, providentially, there was an intervention. That doesn't always happen. There are examples right among us tonight of people who have had precious little ones snapped out just like that. Disappointment. But if we're going to go with Jesus through the garden, we're going to have to say, not my will but thine be done Lord and when these disappointments come and when the invasion comes into my privacy, into my life, into my home and, and tears my heart apart, I'm going to look up at you and I'm going to say not my will but thine be done, if we go with Jesus through the garden. Are we willing to pay the price? It may not be on the mountain's height or over the stormy sea. It may not be at the battle front, my Lord will have need of me. But if by a still, small voice he calls to paths I do not know, I'll answer, dear Lord, with my hand in thine. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll be what you want me to be. Here am I, Lord. Here am I. Now that, first of all, means we need to give our heart to Jesus Christ and trust him as our Savior. If we've done that, it means that we need to go all the way and say, Lord, I'm willing to follow you in the baptismal waters. I want to go all the way. I want to be the kind of disciple that you can use. And if we've done that, then we need to say, Lord, I want to go all the way and be the kind of Christian that God can use in this earth to reach other people for Jesus. I'll go with him. I'll go with him through the garden. Will we? Let's close our eyes in prayer. I'd like to ask Brother Jim to find that song. Let's sing it tonight. Where he leads me, I will follow. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity of studying this precious word from God's word. We pray that tonight, someone who has never been saved will open his heart to Jesus. And others who are already God's people will say, Lord, I want to go with you through the garden. Not my will, but thine be done regardless of the cost. In Jesus' name.